0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mason Talk Sports Podcast, a show where I will be discussing trending topics in the world of Cleveland sports and just the sports world in general. And since today is Saturday, September 8th, We are going to be talking about the National Football League. Tomorrow is the day that I have been waiting for for a very long time. And that, of course, is NFL Kickoff Sunday. All the teams are going to be playing. The Cleveland Browns will be playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in Cleveland at 1 p.m. And I am excited. I am very, very, very excited to see the Cleveland Browns, the new look Cleveland Browns, play in finally a meaningful game and you know it's it's i'm i'm optimistic i'm definitely more optimistic than in years past and that's really the uh feeling that i've kind of like felt around this browns team because every year, you know, we we have that sense of optimism where we're like, this is our year, we're going to win some games, or, you know, everybody, you know, later in the years, we're always like, "We it's always next year for us in Cleveland. There's always that sense of, like, fake optimism, like, yeah, we're going to do it, we're going to win some games, we're going to make the playoffs. Well, this year, it honestly feels different for me, like, I honestly feel a sense of legit optimism surrounding this Cleveland Browns team. And, you know, a lot of people are thinking that they might be able to pull off a victory tomorrow, an upset victory against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know, I think it could happen too. I mean, if you look at what John Dorsey did in the offseason, he basically, like, took our absolute garbage team last year and made them a team that could actually, you know, compete to win games. I mean, he flipped, you know, uh, Kenny Britton, Corey Coleman, into, you know, Antonio Calloway and uh, uh, Jarvis Landry. And, of course, you have Josh Gordon coming back. Uh, you know, we had a weak running game last year, and now we have Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb. And then, of course, we had Deshaun Kaiser a quarterback, who was always throwing interceptions, led the league in interceptions. And now we've got Tyrod Taylor, a man who's, uh, you know, known for not throwing interceptions. So we finally got some talent on our roster, and something to actually be optimistic about, and it's great, like, feeling like you might win games, it's a cool experience, <laughs> like, finally, maybe we can win some games, and, you know, a lot of people are picking the Browns to potentially beat the Steelers tomorrow, there's a lot of people picking the Browns to win a lot of games, like, I saw, uh, I saw a certain analyst on Fox Sports 1 had the Browns going 9-7 and and making the playoffs, I don't know if I want to go that far yet, But I definitely do think they can beat the Steelers tomorrow. I think that if the Browns are going to pull off an upset miracle victory against their division rivals, it's going to be tomorrow. Like, that would be the game to do it. There's just a lot that, I mean, is kind of going right for the Browns for them to be able to pull off an upset. I mean, you know, you look at the Steelers, not a ton of their, you know, starting players. You know, Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster. Not a ton of them played a lot of preseason reps, and then of course they are going to be missing one of their best offensive players, and that of course is Le'Veon Bell. So you know, their offense is probably going to be a little bit rusty, who knows with their defense, and you know, it just seems like there's a lot of things that the Browns need to be able to take advantage of and capitalize, and you know, if they can do that, maybe they could pull off a victory. No matter what happens, whether they win, whether they lose, it's going to be an ugly game. It is going to absolutely be an ugly game. I mean, the first game of the NFL season is usually ugly, but the forecast for tomorrow says we're going to have a lot of rain, like a lot of rain. There's going to be a very good chance for there to be a lot of rain. (laughs) So like, you know, it's going to, the Browns are going to have to, you know, focus more on the run game. And short passes, which really isn't much different from what they do anyway, seeing as Tyrod Taylor is our starting quarterback. So yeah, that's, I mean, for the Browns to win this game, they need to establish the run game early on. That was one thing we could never seem to do last year. We could never get either of our running backs going. Uh, Last year, we of course split the carries between Isaiah Crowell and Duke Johnson, and neither of them could ever, like, get, neither of them could ever pick up any yards, and, you know, it really limited our offense because then we had to, you know, throw the ball with the Sean or a ton. So, you know, get the run game established early. Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb both looked very good in the preseason. So, you know, get them some carries early. Uh, obviously, there's some question marks at the offensive line. Hopefully, they'll be able to do enough run blocking for, you know, the running backs to be able to carry us down the field. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see what happens with Duke Johnson. He, of course, is the third head of our three-headed monster at running back, and really, we didn't see a ton of him in the preseason. Uh, I feel like he was kind of being hidden by Todd Haley, kind of as like a, uh, you know, hiding a secret weapon tactic, because I feel like Duke Johnson is going to absolutely thrive in Todd Haley's system, because Todd Haley... Likes to throw to running backs a lot. Le'Veon Bell was one of the, you know, best receiving backs in the league. So that'll be interesting, seeing how the Browns' three-headed running back group uh, fares against the Steelers' defense. And then, you know, obviously, since we are Browns fans, we're going to be interested in the quarterback, how Tyrod Taylor does. And, you know, I feel like tomorrow, I mean, Tyrod Taylor, you know what you're going to get with Tyrod. You're going to get short passes, a lot of, you know, game management. You're going to get game management, and that is completely fine. As long as you don't turn the ball over a ton like Deshaun Kaiser did, I'm going to be fine with it. As long as you make smart passes and, you know, get us down the field, get us in, you know, the red zone, and if you're able to score in the red zone, that's great. <laughs> Scoring points is good. It's very good. One thing that I am very, very concerned about is the uh, left side of our offensive line that has absolutely cursed us? Well, it's not. It hasn't really cursed us, but it's been very concerning so far. I mean, I, of course. It, I mean, if you look at the Browns since 2007, we had literally the best left tackle in the league at Joe Thomas, but we could never get a quarterback. Now that we finally got a solid quarterback, we don't have a left tackle. Like, of course, that happens with the Cleveland Browns. But so they are going to be starting undrafted rookie Desmond Harrison. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I honestly feel like starting Desmond Harrison's kind of a really bad idea. Like, if you look at what they did in the preseason, they moved Joel Batonio from guard to tackle, and they had him running left tackle for basically all of preseason. Like, Joel Batonio got all of the preseason reps at left tackle, basically. And now that you're playing a game where it actually matters, you're going to put Desmond Harrison in who missed a lot of training camp and didn't get a ton of work with the ones. You're just going to put him in there. Like, I just don't know if that's, like, a smart idea. Like, when you're talking about offense, most of the time people say the most important positions are quarterback and left tackle. So basically we're just going to be throwing out, like, an undrafted, unproven rookie at left tackle, the second most important position On the field, I just I'm concerned about that. Uh, uh, There's a lot of people who have a lot of faith in Desmond Harrison. A lot of people think he's going to be the real deal. He's like people say he's got a lot of talent. That might be true, but like. Why I don't think we should just be starting him in the first game. Like a lot of people think Desmond Harrison has talent. A lot of people have. A lot of people think Baker Mayfield has talent. We're not starting him over a proven veteran like Batonio. Like I get it. I get the. I get that Joel Batonio is a better left guard than he is left tackle. But like he did good at left tackle. He wasn't like he wasn't atrocious at left tackle. Like I would have just left Joel Batonio there for a, a little bit of a sense of stability, at least for a couple of weeks. Like Desmond Harrison. If he's really the left tackle of the future, just let him get get let him get some work in for a couple of weeks before you just throw him in there. Because the Steelers have a good, you know, the Steelers have a pretty good pass rush with Cameron Hayward and uh, T.J. Watt. So, you know, it's just, I'm just kind of concerned. Like, the Browns, you know, they spent this whole offseason building this big plan about how you're going to you know, get talent on the field, you're going to get your quarterback of the future in Baker Mayfield, then you're going to get your bridge quarterback in Tyrod Taylor, and, you know, you got your whole plan together, and all it's going to take is one Desmond Harrison missed block for it to all come crashing down, so I'm a little bit concerned about that, but, I mean, if all the hype around Desmond Harrison is true, then there's nothing to be worried about, because apparently he's, like, the next big thing at left tackle, so, you know, I ho- I hope that turns out well. It's just, you know, offensive line. I haven't had to be concerned about our left tackle position ever. So, it's kind of weird to be like not knowing what's going to happen there. But yeah, so that's really that's really how I think the offense is going to have to do just, you know, hope that Desmond Harrison does good enough and then, you know, run the ball a lot. Don't take a ton of risky passes, especially since there's going to be a ton of rain. And then defensively, we're gonna need a big game from the defense if we're gonna if we're gonna want to win. You cannot let Ben Roethlisberger, you know, make a ton of those deep passes to Antonio Brown that he likes. Uh, you know, the defense has got to be dominant. Like you got it, Miles Garrett's got to put pressure on Ben Roethlisberger, get some sacks. You know, force some turnovers. Uh, if you look at that preseason game we had, I think it was against the Eagles, they forced, it was the whatever the game it was that we won 5 to nothing. they forced like five turnovers. That's how you're going to win games. Like defense, I know a lot of, it's a cliche, defense wins championships. Uh, but defense, like legitimately, you can win games with your defense. Like if the defense plays like that, you, your offense can be average. If you have a great defense, you can win games. And I think the Browns defense has a potential to be a great defense. Like they have a lot of secondary talent. Miles Garrett's gonna be a, you know, Pro Bowl, possibly Defensive Player of the Year level talent. Emmanuel Ogba's gonna be very good. So, you know, I'm just I'm excited to see how the defense does too. Uh, you know, force some turnovers, limit Ben Roethlisberger, put pressure on him. You know, make him run around. Ben Roethlisberger is getting up there in age. He's not gonna be comfortable if he's running all over the field. And then, uh, you know, no Le'Veon Bell, but that doesn't mean you you know can take off a day when it comes to defending the run, like, don't let James Conner run all over you, that would be, you know, that would be an ultimate Browns loss if, like, James Conner came out and ran for 150 yards and two touchdowns, but, yeah, you know, just defensively, play like you did, play with confidence, play with swagger, you know, force turnovers, you know, pick the ball off, just, you know, have a dominating defensive game, and you absolutely can win, but, uh, yeah, so, the Browns will be playing the Steelers tomorrow at 1 p.m. I'm excited. If I had to make an official prediction for this game, it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to be an ugly game of football. Like the score is probably going to be like 17 to 10 or like 14 to 7. And I really want to say the Browns are going to win. I definitely think they can win. But if it's like gun-to-my-head prediction, like if you're going to kill me if I get this wrong, I'm going to have to say the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win. And, you know, I really hope that's not true, but until the Browns prove me wrong, for right now, I'm going to say Steelers win. I mean, the Browns haven't beaten the Steelers since 2014. They haven't won a season opener since 2004. And they haven't won a game since Christmas Eve of 2016. So, you know, until they can, you know, prove me wrong and win a season opener, I'm just going to, you know, not feel very confident about it. But I am hopeful. I am excited. I do think they can win. Uh, It's just, you know, they just got to execute. But yeah, so the Browns play the Steelers tomorrow at 1 p.m. Thanks for listening to the Mason Talks Sports Show, and I'll see you in my next episode. Goodbye.